Hey everyone, Jeremiah here with Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. It's Sunday, February 11, and we've got some stuff coming up for you, including some call-ins regarding our deck building discussion that we had last week. And I've got a first impression take on uh, Menu Masters from Calliope Games. We played it yesterday, and I'll give you my thoughts on that. And much more coming up later on today, so stay with us, stay tuned, and we'll be talking to you real soon. Welcome back to Board Games FM. This is AJ Skifstad, and I'm going to continue to talk about what will you play Friday, which transitions into the weekend. We are now at Saturday, uh, Sunday, and so we want to hear what you've been playing. So far this week, I've only got one game to the table. It is a lighter weight game that is the, uh, one of the staples in the hobby an old game called Carcassonne, originally owned by Rio Grande Games, or uh, released by Rio Grande Games, now by Z-Man, who is owned by Asmodee. Thank you, Jeremiah, for the information that I am so far behind on. Um, I actually did know that, and I had totally forgot. In any case, um, I have one of the original Carcassons um, by Rio Grande Games, and we played it the other night. I still have a great time with this game. I always bring it to... Um, to game night usually as one of those icebreaker games that I know mostly everybody who plays it is going to enjoy and um, if nothing else you look at it and you think gosh we haven't played that in a long time we need to try it out and play it again and so that was kind of the situation last night it was like we had all played it before we played it hundreds of times and we thought all right we're all good at this game let's see who's the best at it tonight and uh, we had a ton of fun playing it so um if you haven't played Carcassonne, it's a good tile placement game. I can't talk about it because you should know about it if you're in hobby games. Check it out. Carcassonne, it's a great game. Um, so far, that's it for now. I'm going to be playing some more games tonight, probably with my wife. Um, hopefully, some of those two-player games that um, we're going to be talking about on Monday for the Valentine's Day week. Um, stay posted. It's going to be stay tuned, and we'll keep you posted. Check you later. Up next, we've got a call-in from Solomon, who has started a channel here on Anchor called Star, Star Realms Minicast, and he uh, asks about if we've played Star Realms, so I'll just play that and then I'll answer it. Here we go. Hey, this is Paul Solomon. Just started my own channel here called Star Realms Minicast, and I'm curious, have you played Star Realms, and what do you think? Thanks for letting me know. So yeah, Solomon, again, thanks for calling in. We, um, we have definitely played Star Realms. It's probably my second favorite uh, deck builder behind Dominion. I still think Dominion is the best when it comes to deck building, but Star Realms is a great one. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's easy to get into. It's easy to teach and learn. Uh, so it's definitely a solid, solid choice for deck building. And uh, I also have a copy sitting on my shelf of Hero Realms, which I haven't had a chance to play yet, but I plan on getting it on the table very soon as well. And I've heard lots of good things about it as well. So there you go. A little bit of Star Realms for your Sunday afternoon. Thanks again for calling in. And uh, I'll be back with more here on Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. Hey everyone, Jeremiah back here again with another first impression review. I guess it's just more thoughts instead of like a full-out review. Uh, but here on Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Today I wanted to talk about Menu Masters, which is a game from Calliope Games. 
I believe this is one of the Titan series games, and I am blanking on the folks who designed it because I'm sitting in my car and not in my basement where I can look at the box. But Menu Masters is actually essentially a very lightweight worker placement game. Uh, you are playing as a chef. All the players are. It plays two to six players, actually. And you can play uh, as, well, you are playing as a chef, and you, you are basically trying to make the best food at, that you can based on the menu cards that you draw. So everybody gets two secret menu cards, and then there's three dealt out that everybody can fulfill. And then you take turns going to the different marketplaces to get ingredients for this, this food. Now, the price at the marketplace is determined by how many people have gone there. So as the first person buys their ingredient from the market, it costs however many little pawns are there, which they use uh, little chef hats for this game to determine your, instead of a meeple or, or whatever. And then you take your your hat off of that board, and the next person goes, but the price is cheaper for them. So if you're late to getting there, it's cheaper to buy something, but you're only go you're not going to have your choice. But you're going to pay a premium if you're the first one there. But you also get your choice of ingredients. Uh, so you do that. You can also own, quote unquote, own one of the stores on your on the turn by placing your hat on the deck of cards that's there. And that will allow you to collect all of the money that is spent there this turn because the money is finite. There's only a certain amount of money in the game and it kind of trades hands as people own stores. There's also a little bit of extra reserve that you can just use one of your, your hats, one of your tokens to claim that turn. So if there's really not something you want to buy, you can just maybe get a little extra money by placing one there. First person that completes three menu items triggers the end of the game now all of the items that you use to complete these menus have star ratings so like three star two star i think four star is the highest that it goes and once the game is ended you finish that round and everybody adds up the stars on the menus that they have completed person with the most stars wins and that's really the whole game very easy to learn very succinct uh, rule book with this one I played it with my boys last night and it's a great introduction to worker placement there's some really nice little decisions that you have to make in this game and I think it's maybe not totally a gamer's game but it is definitely a gateway game for worker placement and uh, if you're playing with a family setting because it supports up to six players uh, you can really uh, just introduce the whole worker placement idea and concept to players that haven't played anything like that it's not overbearing there's not a ton of rules to remember so it's very, it serves a really good purpose for that. I don't know of a whole lot of really lightweight worker placement games that fit in this genre that feel this way uh, because of how easy and, uh, I mean, I taught you the whole game in less than two minutes. That's how easy this one is to learn. And, but it still provides some pretty fun decisions, some cool moments of, Oh man, you took the thing that I needed. There's, you know, there's, a, there's that whole tension of worker placement of 
the timing of it when you want to be there when you don't want to be there if you're going to if you're willing to pay a premium to get the the items that you want so i like this one i think it's definitely a family game definitely a gateway game into worker placement i don't know that it fits for um for gamers but it could be you know kind of a lightweight filler kind of game it doesn't take too long to play so it could fit in that category but again it's a great one for family night or for casual gamers all right that's all the time i have again that's menu masters from calliope games and you can check that out i'll be doing more about that on theology of games but right now i gotta go because it's counting down i'm jeremiah isley with board games fm powered by theologyofgames.com